thing out of uh, out of the way, we went ahead and broken the copyright. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, I like to do that early sometimes just to set the, the mood. You know what I mean? Sometimes I like to come in and just be like, yeah, we ain't playing no games this particular stream. Let's go ahead and break all the copyright rules. Let's go ahead and get everything out of the way early. Hi, I'm gone with John. Welcome to the show. How are you guys? Fucking Monday. I hope you guys are kicking ass and taking names. At very least, uh, kicking ass. The names are irrelevant, quite frankly. How is everybody? Riff Raff, good to see you. Raw in the building. One quick Chevy 2. Charismatic Fiend, good to see you. The notifications are working. Wow, that's impressive. YouTube is stepping up their game. Unwanted Contriver, what's up? Shadrock in the house. Guys, what is happening? So let's talk about pride and prideful and why this is important. Now, as always with my streams, my live streams, I never talk about any of my exes. So none of this is like relevant to any of my ex-wives or girlfriends or yada, yada, yada. They're, you know, I don't talk about them. But let's talk about pride, man. Sometimes these uh, ladies out here can be a little prideful. And what typically comes before the great fall, guys? Right, pride, pride. Now, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you guys that, hey, these women, they're prideful, and that's the, I'm, I've been prideful. I'm, I'm guilty of this myself in my own life. Maybe you are as well, if you want to be honest with yourself. You don't have to tell me, but perhaps you fell victim to what I fell victim to. Um... For instance, uh, I will actually use one of my exes briefly, but only to say, you know, nice lady, nice lady. Um, I never, ever, ever would have believed that I was so prideful. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't prideful of myself, but I believed because of how much I loved her that it would be inconceivable that she could ever love someone else because I loved her so much. It wasn't because I thought I was great. I mean, obviously... I did think that I was pretty awesome, but I'm right about that still. Uh, what I mean is I thought there was no way she could ever, you know, want to do something different or be with anyone different or, you know what I mean? Like I, I thought that uh, I was prideful. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought because the way I felt that it was impossible, she could feel differently, but this was not her fault. This was actually my mistake. Do you, do you see what I mean? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Men, that's a tough one. So you guys got to get there on your own. But let's, let's look at pride for a few moments. Pride in relationships, how pride can affect us and how it sometimes women will not possibly ever admit to doing any wrong in life. And we've all done wrong, guys. We're all, no one's perfect. Look, we're all flawed in some kind of ways. One quick Chevy too. Thank you so much. Quick take this before the ex gets it. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, she'll probably, she's still going to get some anyways. I mean, I do owe her. Like at some point, like if it was an exorbitant amount of child support, I would feel a little bit, you know what I mean? But like, I, it's reasonable. Like it's reasonable. I owe her the money. I'm going to make sure she gets the money. So you know what I mean? Like that one there, like I get it. So it is what it is, but I love your comment and I love your support. Thank you so much for supporting today's show with your donation. Todd Packer in the house, Blue Pill Life. We've all been there before, brother. Yeah, yeah. And this is normal, guys. 
this is totally, absolutely normal for us men to have a level of pride. This is why it hurts so much when they leave. We're kind of like, you bitch, I was proud of myself. Not, you know, but you know, you see what I'm saying? Like it, it gets to a point where the truth of the matter is that sometimes we need that kick in the ass in life because pride goes before the fall. Now she will not, I'm not speaking of my exes anymore, but a lot of women will be prideful because of their good looks and people want them and all of these other things. And then all of these other things. But the truth is pride comes before every fall. I was an example of that just now. When I tell you I loved the ex so much, I didn't think she would ever want to not love me as much because I loved her so much. It was my pride. We've all been there. But understand that uh, pride typically comes before the fall. And I've seen too many women fall as a result of an enormous amount of pride, we'll say, to say the least. Let's take a look at this, fair use. Lucifer was the most magnificent God had created. Aware of his beauty, brilliance, and many qualities, does that sound like anyone today? I mean, I know you heard the name Lucifer, so you're already like, oh, the devil, obviously. But we're going to talk about this for pride. And I'll back it up so we can start from the beginning. You can pay attention good. But understand that with all of the modern things in our society today, pride. Who says pride or ignorance? Who? What's the difference? What's the difference? Let's listen. Of all angels, Lucifer was the most magnificent God had created. Aware of his beauty, brilliance and many qualities, Lucifer felt elevated above the other angels and, at some point, even above God. He wanted to be like God, so he created a throne for himself above the stars and convinced a third of the angelic beings to join his side and take over heaven. But Lucifer lost the war and was banished from heaven, cast down to hell. God transformed Lucifer's beauty, the trait he admired most about himself, into ugliness. Isn't that ironic if you think about it? I mean, I know some of you, like, think about God's punishment towards women, so to speak, if you believe in the Adam and Eve and the apple and the betrayal and the snake, and which, by the way, if you know anything about women, that shit makes perfect sense all of a sudden. Like when you're a kid and you hear all that, you're like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But as an adult, you look at it and you're like, I'm not even religious. And that's accurate. Forbidden fruit in the garden. She's got everything in this garden. It's like she's using God's garden and it just wasn't enough. You, you start looking at it differently and you're like, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Anyways, that's a different video entirely. But understand that, uh, you know, God's punishment on Satan was his looks. This was where the idea of the horns and all of the things that uh, you associate with the devil. But as initially, if you look at some of the early, not just folklore, not just religious texts, not just um, Lucifer was <clears throat> very, very attractive. He was the, the, you know what I mean? The good looking, whatever. And in all of the old texts, now I don't know, you guys may have remembered this from some of your history books. If you're an older gentleman, uh, if you're a younger gentleman, you have no idea what history means. So in all of the old pictures and text, and you can Google this, uh, type in angel or um, devil. There'll always be a beautiful woman present, won't there? 
almost as if he uses her as a tool to control and do his bidding, so to speak. So to speak, so to speak, let's continue. And thus, the once so handsome angel became the vile, wrathful creature we know as Satan. Lucifer had fallen for the worst of sins, pride, which led to his inflated sense of self-importance, power and entitlement. Hello, is this ringing any bells, uh, 2023? Is this anyone out there hearing this? Hello? Biden? President Biden? Are you watching my show, Biden? I'm just kidding, guys. No, you know, no disrespect. I don't want to get political or anything like that. Also, shout out to Biden. I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older, too. I don't know what he's talking about. I, you know, let's continue with the show. In the 13th century, theologian Thomas Aquinas elaborated on what he called the capital sins in his Summa Theologiae, in which he considered the sin of pride the worst of all sins. Through pride, one becomes susceptible to the other six sins. Pride, therefore, is the instigator, the gateway drug to evil. The gateway drug to evil. Now, I have so many people that come through my channel that haven't watched me for the last 10 years or whatever. And why do you wear sunglasses? Why the sunglasses? Why don't you show your eyes? I want to look into your eyes. One, guys, the eyes are the window to the soul. And since I'm without one, there's no point in you looking into it. Secondly, I don't want to be prideful. I don't want this. I'm not this channel. Like I'm gone with John, the anonymous dude behind the sunglasses, putting out content, which hopefully helps men, ideally helps men and women. I have children, guys, five of them. I want to help them all. And you guys, like I will, hopefully my sons watch all my stuff at some point. Not right now, but when they're ready to or when they need to find it. Each of them, each of their lives will be a different time. Hopefully my daughter watches my shit and is like, yeah, I don't want to be a 304. So I want to be a, a, a traditional woman that my father would be proud of. Hopefully that's what my daughter thinks. You know what I'm saying? But I also want her to be her own woman. But hopefully, you know what I'm saying? That's what every dad wants for his daughters. Let's continue. However, nowadays, many people seem to encourage pride. We celebrate those boasting of their accomplishments. And social media is full of individuals who continuously post about their extraordinary lives. And we're not just proud of our achievements. We're also proud of where we're from, what nationality is in our passport, how we look, what skin color, and even what gender we have. But how and why is such pride bad exactly? Aren't there good forms of pride then? The seven deadly sins is a Christian concept that presents humanity with seven immoral acts seven transgressions against the divine, oneself and the world around us. The idea of the seven deadly sins came to fruition when the desert father Evagrius Ponticus listed the eight evil thoughts, gluttony, lust, avarice, anger, sloth, sadness, vainglory and pride. But it had Greek and Roman precedents, specifically the ethics of Aristotle. I know some of you guys are like, what the fuck? I'm trying to educate you all a little. Shout out to you guys. Good to see you, sir. Bendirk. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but where are you from? Good to see you. Clint Eastwood, where the fuck have you been? Bro, we are about to send out like people looking for you. I hadn't seen you in a while, but good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Let's continue. 
Let's continue. Aristotle. In the 6th century, Pope Gregory I revised Evacuous List. And oh, ghost beard. Damn, I love that. Sorry. I mean, I don't love that, but I've said it before. It took me 25 years to build what she took away in 14 months. But without her chaos, it took me four years to claw my way back. That's beautiful, man. Ghost beard. Ah. You learned more from that experience than you would have from a lifetime of uh, being married and happy and all of those things. Hmm. It's interesting, guys, but you have to understand that, like, all of the things that uh, go on in our lives that are really shit, like the real shit parts, they build character. And I know some of you are like, yeah, but that sucks. And I get it. But that's how it works. You see, it's like you don't appreciate things unless you put in on it. Like if you spend money on something, you're like, yeah, I got to do this. And I've spent money on it. I'm going to focus on this class and take it and get my degree or whatever it is. But when you have no investment, you don't care. Like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But when we really lose something or get hurt or kicked in the teeth, as life will do, we tend to get to a place where that's where we learn our most important lessons. We have an investment. Now, we may have lost time on that investment. The sunk cost fallacy, different video. You, you feel like I've lost this time. I've lost this energy and this effort, but I had an investment this is why the relationship meant so much to you when she left or whatever happened. I'm assuming she left. Maybe she cheated on you. Ah, that's okay, gentlemen. That's par for the course with women. They're prideful. They believe that there's no consequences ever. And listen, women will face their own consequences for their actions. It's not up to you to inflict consequences on her. Trust me, just wait, be patient, patience, grasshopper. Her time in the sun will come. Father time will come for the receipts for the bill that mother nature gave her at birth. Father time comes to collect those receipts. And you know this, but pride, guys, your own pride as a man you should be the proudest man on the planet because that's what gives you strength. For women, pride is a bad thing. I'm going to say that again so that the people in the back hear me. You should believe in yourself more than anyone on the fucking planet. If this is one of my children listening to me, you should have more faith in you than anyone else. More than mommy. More than me more than anyone else. You have to have pride. Everybody's driven this out of you. Think about it. It's what society has told you is no good. Look at the rest of society right now and tell me you don't think pride could potentially be a good thing. Do you take society's word or do you want to believe me? You should believe in yourself more than anyone on the goddamn planet. 
your own parents should look at you and be like, I don't know if he's capable or she's capable or maybe they can, maybe they can't. I don't know. But you should be like, I can do anything. If you are a man or woman watching me right now or on the replay and your biggest power will be believing in yourself over everyone else, everyone. I know your mom talks down to you. She's condescending to you. Oh, you and your little job and you little, oh, my baby boy. And man, men, men, you should have more fucking pride than any other feeling or emotion. Get in the gym if you're fat. If you're not, don't. I'm just no matter what you do, own that shit like a boss. If you're big, be big and be like, I'm big, bold, and beautiful. God damn it. Don't say that because it sounds kind of you know feminine. But if I teach you men anything, it's going to be to believe in yourselves because some of you don't. And some of you don't because of a woman who had, was overflowing with pride and she kicked you in yours. I'm going to teach you to believe in yourselves again, guys. Where This is what we're going to do. We're going to learn to have pride. Now, I don't mean egotistical, hey, everybody, look at me, pride. I mean a never-ending belief that you can accomplish whatever your dreams and goals may be, whatever you think you might be capable of. Let's continue the show. A very dangerous sin. I realize we're talking a little, uh, there's a little religious related talk going on here with the, today's show. Don't feel threatened. I'm not really, a, but can we please just acknowledge the at least very definite connection between what's being said and, uh, you know, human behavior, human life. Let's continue. It's a sin, a very dangerous sin that in my estimation is doing more to hold back revival than any other sin, doing more to destroy homes than any other sin, yep. doing more to ruin this nation than any other sin, causing more Christians to live in failure and defeat than any other sin. It is the sin of pride. The Bible says that there is a sin that started war in heaven. It's the sin of pride. When the devil decided and lifted up himself and five times said, I will, I will, I will. And that pride now has come down to earth. And pride is the grossest sin, the mother of all sins. In fact, C.S. Lewis says this about pride. He says, according to Christian teachers, the essential vice, the utmost evil is pride. Unchastity or being uh, unpure, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are, are mere flea bites in comparison. Now, guys, hear me and hear me well. I am not what you would call religious. I've read all the texts. I've read all the stuff. I've I'm not what you'd call religious. So when I show you this, I don't show you this from a religious standpoint, but like if you just listen to the words, so to speak, and can we really deny this? I mean, you don't have to believe it's God or the hand of God or just, but 
you got to admit, pride is pretty fucking ugly in certain people. And it's definitely overwhelmingly abundant in today's modern women. And that's what we talk about on this channel and how it affects you men out there. This level of pride, I mean... Let's continue, but just understand that if you're not a religious person, don't get all in your feelings and think, oh, he's trying to make me religious and control me. No, 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 no. I'm trying to educate you. I'm not religious, and I know the religious stuff. I've read the books. I watch the shit. I still listen because it's still pertinent. It, but information doesn't cease to be valuable because you don't believe in it, guys. Do you understand? Like if someone says... You know, they believe in UFOs. That can be that person's opinion, but it doesn't make it valuable or valid. But if there's some if there's some truth there to be had, there is still some truth to be had. Let's continue. It was through pride that the devil became the devil. Pride leads to every other vice. It is the complete anti-God state of mind. Pride says that I want to be like God. Lucifer in the kingdom of heaven fell from heaven with the fallen angels. because He says, God, I don't want to worship you. I want to be like you. Adam and Eve in the garden says, God, we don't trust you. You say that that's not good, but we want to see what it is. We think maybe you're holding goodness from us. That's pride. Pride is dangerous. I'm convinced that pride is the underlying sin that causes many Christians and many leaders to fail. And again, we'll knock it off with the Christian, but I just hear me out. Remember how I started this live stream? If you missed the beginning, make sure you come back and watch it all. But in the beginning, I told you in my last relationship, my last marriage, you know, um, my pride had me believe that because I loved her so much, she couldn't possibly not love me as much or love another. Pride is a funny thing sometimes, but it is a lesson teacher, whether you want it to be or not. Sometimes you have to have the introspection to be able to say, well, maybe I was prideful in this area or this area or this area. Let's let this old lady, older lady, excuse me, I don't know who she is. Uh, you know, Let's listen to her for a moment about is pride re ruining your relationship? Now, if you're watching me, you're probably in monk mode or you're MGTOW or you're just not fucking with these hoes is another way to say it. But let's listen to what the ideas that she's talking about. The therapists, it seems like a lot of couples under. Also, yikes. Guys, and I don't know why she's like moving slow. I don't know if her camera's going slow, but my shit's running smooth. So let's stand the terms narcissism or unfaithfulness. And those two areas get a lot of different insights because it's popular among couples and it's popular in dating. But one of the topics that I think should be more popular. Is this lady at the food court? I mean, I just realized that she appears to be at the food court at like the mall, which for audio purposes, quite frankly, as a videographer, as someone who enjoys editing video and shooting video and you're at the mall. I mean, look, I know you guys hear a little echo here at my place, but this bitch is at the mall at the food court. All right, let's continue. Or it maybe isn't, is the destructive path that being with someone who struggles with a lot of pride can cause. There's a reason that. 
You see, men, women tell you this, and I'm telling you to have pride. This is what women tell you. Don't have pride. Don't be proud of yourself. No, no, no. That shit's for them. Don't think you're beautiful. Don't think you're you ladies, girls. You don't have pride. Men, you have pride. Remember, opposites attract. We're supposed to be fucking opposites. They're yin, we're yang, or vice versa, or whatever it is. The penis, the vagina, it's like all supposed to be different. One fits in the other. It's it's different. That's the idea is they're different from us. They don't need to have any pride. You as a man, pride that motherfucker up, guys. Have pride. Be proud of who you are. I don't care where you live. I don't care how much money you have in your pocket. I don't care what color you are. I don't care your sexuality. Have pride in yourself. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins. And one of the reasons is because anything that goes before pride is going to be ruined, including love. Now, when couples are together, many times they kind of question, you know, am I being arrogant? Am I being overpowering? But very rarely do they say, I'm very proud and I have a lot of pride. I have pride in how I look, um, whether I'm right in arguments. I have a hard time saving face. I can't make up easily because I'll hurt my pride. And therefore, because couples will say things like that, it makes it seem like they're really, they really don't have a problem. I mean, they're self-aware, right? Not always. Some of the most prideful people, the reason it goes undercover, are also the most generous. They have a good sense of humor. They're witty. They're smart. And they may even look at themselves while they're walking through a mirror and you may get or walking through along a building with a glass mirror and you may think, hmm, they're just, you know, they're just double checking. But when you're with someone who does that all the time excessively and it's deeper than just superficial, it's on the inside too, you'll know it. Now, how do you know it? I have four different items that I'm gonna go through. And I think if you talk to your partner about these and maybe do kind of a self-analysis on yourself, start wondering, hmm, maybe I do have this, it's not too late to change some of the behaviors that are causing problems in your relationship. Because when you go see a counselor, if you have pride as a major character trait, you are the problem and you're going to have to fix it in order for the relationship to survive. So the first of these examples of pride, you think you're always right. No matter what happens, when prideful people are in an argument or they have an area of concern, they'll come down heavier, they'll be harder. And the bottom line is they have a very hard time giving up that right status. They may even go to the extent of saying, well, I can understand your view, or they'll try to be more generous with that. They, they Ghost Lachian, Lachian, I don't know how you pronounce it, but Goyam, good sir. Good to see you, my fellow man. Good to see you, sir. Catching up on the chat a little bit. Good to see everybody. Yes, 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 yes. This old lady, she's been talking for a minute. Sorry, guys, I had to go to the bathroom. Good to see you guys.
I know, I know, Todd, I know, but understand, I you don't have to outwardly have pride. What I mean by have pride, guys, I don't mean, this is a great point. Thank you, Todd. Uh, I actually very much appreciate you bringing that up. I don't mean display pride. There's a difference. Let me explain. You can have pride without displaying your pride, i.e., let me, I'm going to paint you a picture. I uh, was down at the office at the apartments here earlier talking to them today, and she mentioned something about, yeah, you're the YouTuber, right? And I said, yeah, that's right. And she said, what's your YouTube channel? And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I, I always keep that private. I try to, I just want to remain private. I just pretend like I don't exist. I just, I just live here and I'm, I'm that's it. That's all. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to know who I am or how I am or none of it. You understand? Um, that's what I mean. Don't display pride. Don't be like, I'm, yeah, I'm this and I'm that and I'm never. And I mean, I'm not, but I still, even though I'm not, I remind myself to never be. That way, if ever I blow up on YouTube, I don't be the thing that I hate, which is the embodiment of pride, the showing of pride, the displaying of pride. And I mean that through like, mm, you know, boasting or bragging or that type of behavior but you have to have an unwavering belief in yourself as men you have to have let me you have to have an unwavering belief in yourself as men because no one else is going to everyone else thinks you're going to fail and look i don't mean any disrespect to everyone else, your friends, your family, your fucking everybody you've ever known. No one will be there for you in life like you. Not a woman, not a man, not a friend, not a parent, not a... You, guys. And some of you think that sounds scary when I say that, but the truth is once you accept that, and you embrace that and you become the best you that you could ever want to be hanging out with because you're you and you got to hang out with you at three in the morning when you don't feel good at two in the afternoon when you're bored or tired or like once you accept that you are the fucking bomb and do things that better you or better your experience on this planet or treat yourself a little um, life gets really good. And I didn't learn this till like 43, 44, maybe 45 years old. I'm 46 now. So I mean, I literally just learned this and now I'm like, oh shit, I got to get to work, working on the things I need to work on so that I can better my experience of daily life. Because I'm not one of those people that likes to sit back and be like, yeah, life blows and life sucks. And no, look, I'll tell you, life will kick you in the teeth. Guys, I have five kids, two divorces, 23 years of marriage out of 40. I mean, half my life has been in the fucking, the, 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 you know, the plantation. You know what I'm saying? Pull in the wagon, so to speak. But uh, I'm not one to focus on that as a negative. I'm one to be like, okay, well, I, I did that. Um, I, I paid my dues there. Where, what's next? What, where's my next uh, incentive or reward or idea or thing that I want to do for me? And that's what I'm hoping to instill in all of you men out there is an ability to be able to think that you deserve 
better than whatever shit fucking lot in life that your girlfriend, wife, or family thinks you deserve. I'm going to say that again. Some of you in the back didn't hear me. Some of the people that don't believe in you the most are your friends and family. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry, but I have to tell you this. Like, as a man, I have to tell you that the people that are going to hurt you most or let you down most are the ones that are closest to you. F's in the chat if you agree with me. The people who are closest to you will do the most damage, even if it's collateral damage, just accidental damage because of their own stupidity or fuckery in their own personal lives. The people who are closest to you will have the greatest impact on your quote unquote mental health if you want to keep it poignant with today's language points. I see a lot of goddamn F's in the chat. So understand, man, that you you get to a point where your greatest superpower as a man is going to be believing in yourself. Humility is fantastic, but also have a sense of I can accomplish whatever's necessary. Days, it's great to see you, brother. Love your photos on Instagram. They are truly beautiful. The girls look nice as well. Photos are great, man. Lighting, everything. Love the shit. Love it. You have to understand, guys, that, um, yeah, right here, like ever since going my own way and not caring what women think, my pride has taken a, a has taken a far back seat. Why is that, Johnny? I mean, I know I'm far behind in the chat. I apologize. That was it uh, four minutes ago. Why is that? I mean, I know that we all have more pride in ourselves when we're getting fixed up for a pretty skirt. You know, I know we all are like, I'm going to get muscular for these broads and I'm going to do this and I'm going to. But why would you not want to have the ultimate confidence in yourself since, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if possible, for your own pleasure, your own betterment, guys. Because a lot of us were taught by society, religion, women, that we don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You don't, you shouldn't, the people closest to you will hold you like crabs in a bucket to hold you down. Don't succeed. Don't be a YouTuber. No one's ever going to watch you. This is stupid, John. Why would anyone watch you on YouTube? I don't know. There's 35 of you watching me right now, by the way. 28 likes. Thanks. Hit like. I'm sure, I think my video I did yesterday has like four or 500 views on it since yesterday, which isn't a lot. I mean, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying people watch. That's what I'm telling you is like people that are close to you will be like, don't do anything. Don't you belong here. Stay here in the middle of nowhere. Stay here with no opportunities, no jobs, no nothing. Fail like the rest of us. Sometimes, man, you got to look at that shit and be like, well, is the people closest to me that will have the greatest impact on my life, whether positive or negative, whether positive or negative. So what would you do? 
Would you rather err on the positive side or err on the negative side? I mean, if you err on the negative side and you're right, at least you can be like, hey, I was right. And then you can realize how fucking childish that is. I'd rather look at the positive and wish for it, hope for it, push for it. Make the decisions that will lead you into a positive light. But this starts with a belief in yourself, which starts with pride. Betrayal can never be forgiven, guys. Never. Riley says, have expectations and you'll always be disappointed. Guys, don't believe in this horse shit. Riley, it's a cute, quaint saying. No offense, I don't mean disrespect, but quite frankly, guys, um, you shouldn't have expectations, but you should have some definite fucking things you're working towards. No offense, Riley. I don't mean to call you out like that. I'm just saying like um, expectations and, you know, it, that leads to failure for sure because it's what you're thinking you're entitled to. But what I mean is you should set some some goals, believe in yourself and crush those goals. Because it's as you start to believe in yourself, it's as you start to understand what you're capable of, it's as you start to believe in yourself that you will see some amazing things happen in your life. And I'm not talking about horrors, I'm not talking about vagina, I'm talking about you experiencing life on this planet. Yes, did you know there's a lot of other stuff going around other than just cunt? No offense, ladies. Did you know there's more stuff to life than that? Hello, you ever been camping, hiking? You ever woken up with dew covering your face? In nature, guys, nature, remember nature. The natural state of the planet before our concrete fucking fuckery. I recommend some of you get out into nature, have some pride. Take care of yourself. Be proud of yourself, boys. You know what I mean? Yes, Riley. This side, right here on board with Riley, guys. The Jezebel spirit is everywhere. It wants to slow you down. It wants to destroy you. It wants to fucking, man, guys. Its power is taking away your power. Think about that. Women entering the workforce, which I'm just using as an example, ladies. Don't get your feminist feelings hurt. All of these things, like their power typically is taking away your power. Am I wrong or right? Taking away your jobs, taking away your whatever. Oh, don't look at women. Don't think about women. Don't talk about women. He's he looking at me. He's fired. He's canceled. He's, you know what I mean? Like their power comes from taking it from us. Once you see it, you can't unsee it, guys. I'm sorry. I've seen the matrix. I've seen the code itself. I've read it. I've understood it. This is what it is. They are taking your power and masculinity to empower themselves. And it's working. Strangely enough, it's working, which is, I don't know if it's weird or just mother nature standing on our head, but pay attention to what's going on out there, guys. Good to see everybody, by the way. Thanks for coming out. It's 1.30. We're about 45 minutes into this live stream. Oh man, Fuego, I'm trying to wake everybody up, brother. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help teach the lessons, man. I'm trying to help teach the lessons. Good to see all of you, men. Today's message has been about 
pride. Bad for women, it typically ends badly for women, but it is good for men, which is strange, which is strange. Anyways, I'm gone with John. Thanks for coming along, and um, I'm glad to see everybody. Love you, boys. Thanks for coming, and uh, I'm going to put your chats up on the screen if we can here while we close it out to NF with clouds. Listen to the lyrics, boys. I got to